0: For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Celeste Simmons. I'm here today with Roy Slight, the Director of Institutional Data and Analysis Services here at BYU-Idaho. He's also our devotional speaker this week. Thank you so much for meeting here with me today, Brother Slight.
1: Thank you. It's good to be here.
0: So what was your initial thought when you were asked to give a devotional talk?
1: You know, it's probably... A- a little bit of, uh, I just couldn't believe they were asking me, honestly. I, I, I'd i worked here for 12 years or actually 13 years. And I was just thinking, wow, I didn't think I'd ever be asked to speak. And, and the enormity of that, that task, it feels, was overwhelming on that side.
0: Mm-hmm, I bet. And your devotional talk topic is living our best life through trusting the Lord. Why did you choose to speak about this topic?
1: Um, you know, I, I had several topics that I w- had been over the last few months mulling over and different things, and all of them kind of resonated somewhere around this um, topic. But it's just something that early on when I, when I came here, I was mentoring a student and, um, that was working for me, and we got talking about how I ended up where I am. And I'd had other opportunities to go other places and probably make quite a bit more money and different things. And as I I was talking to him, he just couldn't understand why I didn't take those opportunities. And I I started talking with him a little bit more and saying, well, me and my wife, we really prayed about things. We really sought the Lord's inspiration. And there, there are wonderful things that can come that aren't all around money. And as as we were um, discussing that and understanding a little bit more of his background and different things, um, I, I started to realize that you know we we are we have all different levels of people that come here to BYU Idaho that have different experiences and different levels in our testimonies, and um, it just felt like this is something that I'm sure there are some that it would be great to understand how. Do you get from a stage of um, maybe trying to decide, should I trust the Lord in this, to where you fully do trust the Lord? And so that's what I I thought about and the promptings I got to write this talk.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And so obviously, like you were saying, your talk is about kind of finding your path in life. You talk a lot about the will of God and understanding the plan that God has for each of us. You say that as we gain faith and trust in God, we also learn to seek his will for us. God has given us many tools to accomplish this task. We have prophets and apostles, scriptures, patriarchal blessings, and prayer to name a few. And as I read that, um, I love that because it's so true. We do have all these tools to understand the plan that God has for us. And as a member of the church, I've been a member for my whole life. I've met a lot of people that sadly don't have a lot of confidence that God does truly have a plan for them. They don't think that God is really paying attention to them. You know, there's billions of people on the earth. How does God have a specific plan for each person? So I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give to someone who has a hard time believing that God truly does have a plan for them?
1: Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, it really is a process. Um, you know, as we as we read in in Alma about the growing of a seed and different. It really, it does start. You you need to have a desire. You need to have a desire to think to. Um, Feel like, does the Lord, or do I want the Lord to impact my life? Do I want to have a relationship with my Father in heaven? And as you have that desire, then you have to take some leaps of faith and be able to say, okay, I'm going to lay it out on the table for you, Heavenly Father. Please help me to understand your will. And it can be hard work, it can be a lot of work to try to um, change our. Heart and our will and everything to try to align with our Father in heavens, but as as He, I, oh, I just in my life I just think He's been so patient with me and so um, kind and being willing to even with all my imperfections give me little tidbits here and there, and many times like we expect this huge big thing that's going to happen, but most of the time it's actually really small little steps, that you maybe get a little tiny prompting. Maybe I should try to do this, or maybe I should try to do that. And and as you put those things together, as, as Elder Scott did in um, the talk of the quote I, I quoted on him, is as you put those together, you get a whole answer. And it may be over many years of time um, that those things are all pieced together, and you start to see a little bit more how what God's plan is for you.
0: So you just mentioned the little, I call them like nudges that the spirit gives you throughout your life. That's kind of telling you and confirming to you that you are on the right path and that there is a loving heavenly father who loves you and is there for you. How can we be receptive to these confirmations, these nudges that we are headed in the right direction?
1: You know, um, one of the key qualifiers on this is that you are doing the best you can to keep the commandments. You know, if you are going out and doing things that you shouldn't, then it's going to be harder to receive or to feel the Spirit on there. And so if you in your heart you're doing everything you can, of course we can make mistakes. In fact, we all will make mistakes. But as we strive and, and to put our life in the Lord's hands and have our heart in the right place, then I think we're a little bit more receptive to seeing what those things are that come. But disconnecting from some of your devices, taking time to ponder. You know, i recently I I just had a little bit of an experiment. I decided to turn the radio off as I drive to and from work and just have quiet time. And it's amazing how just having my thoughts and the different things that I'm starting to have, um, thoughts that I, I probably wouldn't have on my own that I think those are I'm getting inspiration oh well you ought to try doing this or you ought to try doing that and just little nudges like you said that but it takes you got to be able to have time to ponder and to think and to reflect and to, to look back and, and see this is actually one of the processes I did with while I was writing this talk is I actually look back at my life and I thought well how did I actually get to where I am and the Lord actually opened up and brought to remembrance a bunch of little things I I had discounted. And so you're right, you may not even see him at the time, but I believe the Lord is constantly working in our behalf.
0: Yeah, I love that. That quiet time is so important. And I think a lot of times we do forget to have quiet times because Now, you know, we always have headphones on, we always have music going or the TV or roommates, you know, there's always constant noise around us that we forget the importance of what can we learn during those moments of of quiet time. So thank you for sharing that. So you talk about your mission quite a bit in your talk and kind of the journey that you had with your mission and upon coming home from your mission and how the Lord revealed to you that he had a different plan than you had anticipated for yourself and I want to ask you, what experiences or lessons did you learn throughout the course of your mission that helped you on your path in order to understand and follow God's will for you?
1: Boy, that's, oh, that's a, kind of a loaded question. There's a lot in there. Um, you know, I loved my mission. It was an opportunity that, you know, of growth that, that started you know really slowly like when i when i first started my mission i i know that i got plenty we called them greeny blessings and everything the lord just was very kind to me that i i received just wonderful miracles that happened that i probably didn't deserve honestly um, and as each of those things happened i it just increased my faith increased my desire to want to serve the lord and to do things and but also, there was a stage in my mission that I was, oh, probably about a year out, and I started to feel like I'm doing everything right, but I'm not getting the same inspiration I once got. I remember talking to my um, to my zone leader about this and saying, you know, I'm really concerned. Like, I, I'm living my life better than I've ever lived, all the different things, but for some reason, I feel like the Lord's not as pronounced in my decision-making and different things. And he gave me some wonderful advice about sometimes the Lord wants you to, to take a step and move up. And there's nudges that he will give you. And, and I realized at that time that maybe I could be doing more proactive things to, to um, do things the way that he would want me to do instead of relying so much on him answering just everything I needed to, to have answered. And that was a growth process um, for me. And I got to the stage where, oh, yes, this is wonderful again. Um, and those those are things that that it just seems like that there were little pieces all along the way of my mission where I learned to trust the Lord more and more to where, yeah, by the end of my mission, I absolutely wanted to know what he wanted me to do with my life and then once again like you said on there that that I had this actually really strong um, indication that it was something very different than what I had desired for my life and I found there's actually very few times in my life where I get kind of a no answer but I found when I do get that it's undeniably um, on there like it's And I think that's where the Lord wants to make sure that you are on the right path and different things, even though the other things may wouldn't have been bad, but there was something greater that he knew that he wanted for me.
0: You say towards the end of your talk that I challenge you to seek the Lord's will for you at this pivotal point in your life and have the faith to trust him. That's kind of your invitation to the audience. And a lot of times that can be something scary to seek out because maybe we don't want our plans to change or we're kind of scared of what God will tell us to do. What advice do you have to your audience and to the students at BYU-Idaho so that they can drown out fear when they feel they're asked to take a different course than they were anticipating?
1: You know, I when I thought about that comment or that, that requ- uh, invitation, I had this just inside me this idea of trying to figure out how to um, I guess portray the the excitement of this isn't a scary thing. this is an exciting thing because the Lord has something in store for you that's way better than what you've thought of. And I, I've as I've thought through that in my own life I I look back and I, I think, boy, i I really 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 wanted to be an engineer that was in fact there's times where I think, even today when I retire, I'm going to go back and get my degree because there's a part of me that just loves that. But I also look and I, I, if I really truly assess myself and different things, that this was the right path for me. And it was one that I had not even come close to anticipating. And I love what I do now. And it's, it's something that I'm really good at I can understand how to do those things and so learning that the Lord not only has your best interests at heart he has something that's even greater for you than what you could even probably imagine for yourself
0: I love that thank you it is exciting and that is I think a very good piece of advice to drown out that fear my last question for you is what message do you want to leave with your audience
1: oh I think, overall, probably the same thing as my my invitation that uh, please learn to to trust the Lord. You'll be happier, and the what He can do with your life is just so much more than what you can do on your own. And there's several quotes through my um, talk that I, I gave that I just loved on there. That you know, allow the Lord to help you to become who. He envisioned you to become and you'll be just surprised at how the wonderful journey that you'll have.
0: Well, thank you so much, Brother Slight, for your words and your devotional talk and for the the message that you left here today and for doing this interview with me and good luck on Tuesday at your the devotional talk. Hey,
1: okay. thank you so much. Yeah.